So this talk. is this is what I said. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> talk to me, baby. Um, this is episode four of Millennial Monologue. We made it. Hey, look, mom, we made it. <laughs> um, I promise I'm not going to sing every time. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> and so this is this is Millennial Monologue with Casey Lowenthal. And that over there is Morgan Humberg. Hello, all. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please take a listen to our intro music. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm not sure if those alien noises could be heard at the time, but they were pretty weird. Um... <laughs> I'm I'm sorry the aliens came to my apartment again. <laughs> I told them to be quiet, but they just This is why you move out of the Midwest, people, because yeah. where the aliens are now. Yeah, and there's a language barrier, so it makes things difficult. It is. Extremely. That's why we communicate through cats. Yeah. Um, hello. Happy holidays and end of holidays. And almost new year. Yes. Twenty twenty. Almost new decade. End of a decade. My sister the other day <laughs> said that this was going to be the first time she was living, going to be in a new decade. And I just looked at her. It was like 2000 to, th- <laughs> 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 2000 to 2010. You've been through that decade. And the look on her face was just so sad. <laughs> I mean, did we really get through 2000 to 2010? Did that exist? Right. Is that a thing? That was, I mean, I started that decade when I was five. Oh, five? Oh, yeah, that would make sense. One, so six, yeah. Yeah. I calculated years wrong, it's fine. <laughs> Math is not my strong suit. <laughs> we'll learn this. Um, yeah, that was a long time ago. You know, the other day we were we were like looking at holiday movies and we looked at um when the Grinch came out with Jim Carrey. Um now I can't remember exactly the year, but it was like 2000 and or 2002, I think, or something. Are you serious? Hold on, let me double check that. Um but yeah, it was like a scary scary long time ago. And I was like, I don't feel like it was that long ago. That is nutty. But it just tells me that we didn't really live during that time. Like it just went by so fast. Two thousand, yeah. yeah. It came out in two thousand. Nineteen years ago. That's unreal. It just it doesn't feel like it was that long ago. No. Also the whole thing of like that happened ten years ago and you think like nineteen ninety. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. You know, I feel like the 90s are always trying to come back, though. There's always, like, the surge of 90s fashion, and I still Mm -hmm. don't get it. I don't think that it's fashionable. Never have. Probably never will. Well, you have, like, the... You have, like, the late 90s, early 2000s that was just the weirdest (laughs) thing that ever existed. Jeans. Denim. All the time. (laughs) That was a classic masterpiece, and no one can tell me any different. That's true. Um, I like the '90s grunge fashion. Ooh, that was I feel like good... that will that will always be classic. I feel and like also... that was the the defining, uh, which we'll call it. I don't want to say theme, but basically the defining theme for grunge from there on. Yeah. To be honest. We so. are now a grunge podcast. Hell yes. <laughs> What's considered grunge? Wait. I think it kind of varies. I mean, like flannels and oh. brown lipstick. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. I love it. I do like flannels. They're very... Um, um, God, words are so hard today. Words are very hard. I kept wanting to say reversible. I mean, technically, they could be reversible, yes. but... Like... Are you thinking of versatile? Yes. Versatile? Yes, they're very versatile. Yeah. 
um, which is great when you live in a place where it's hot and cold in the same day. Yeah. Flannels are good. (laughs) We're both a little tired. (laughs) We just needed a moment of silence to commemorate um, the fashion of the past. Yes. The fashion of the past 20 years. Oh, my God. I don't feel like there was anything super defining between 2010 and 2020, though. No, because the polo trend was before 2010. That was like middle school. I feel like we got a lot more into wearing less clothes in the last decade. Like um, crop tops are (laughs) super, super fashionable. Um, Yeah. The half cut off sweaters, which Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Why would I wear a sweater that's half cut off? Because I'm wearing a sweater because it's cold out. It's just Morgan, the sleeves are always way too long on those. So that's why your hands are so warm that you have to cut the bottom off. Oh, I see. I don't have that problem because I have like (laughs) chimpanzee arms. It's fine. (laughs) I have a very large wingspan for a woman. Um... (sighs) probably why I wear mostly t-shirts just because you can't find long sleeves that fit I'm sorry no it's okay long sleeves just means I get to wear more jackets Uh, which are also versatile because you can put them on and take them off jacket commercial we are not sponsored by jackets (laughs) but isn't your mind blown I mean yeah deep thoughts today people deep thoughts (laughs) Um, Those are never short here. No. No. Especially when you're five foot nine. I'm so punny. You're so punny. Anyways, y'all. I hope everyone did have a good holiday. And if you had a stressful one, that's okay. Because it's over now. So. Yes. Back to the daily grind. Yeah, that was upbeat. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It just means that 2020 is coming in on an upswing, right? Yes. Yes, 2020 is coming in. I'm going to break out my sausage, potatoes, and cabbage. We talked about that last week in case you missed it. Yes, and if you missed it, then it's time to go back and and listen to it. Sorry. You just, you need all of the info. You Um, You can finish listening to this one first. I mean, I guess. Maybe. If you're that kind of person. But then go back and listen from the beginning and watch this one or listen to this one again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You'll learn so much. I mean, we're just like a wealth. (laughs) The more you know, people. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like the little star meme. Actually, I don't think that's the sound it makes, but it's something similar to that. No one knows what sound a star makes. Especially Except since aliens. you mostly see it in the, the GIF form. Or GIF. Yeah. Sorry for those of you who say GIF. I don't want to be controversial here, so. Although I will be and GIF is wrong. <laughs> it's GIF. The G-I-F. <laughs> Doesn't make any sound. <laughs> just don't want to offend anybody. It's fine. Although GIF is peanut butter, just saying. Yeah, and... Um, G-I-F are the first three letters of the word gift, not <laughs> gift. Just going to throw that out there. This is true. But, you know, um, Kansas is Kansas and Arkansas is not our Kansas. So um, we could... English is weird. <laughs> Today we're not giving you an English lesson, promise. <laughs> not yet. Mostly because I have a hard time speaking words as it is. So it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. It's whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's all good. But yeah, we are here to talk to you about vaccinations. Yes. Very controversial topic. So, you know, you're allowed to have your own thoughts on it. It's fine. But in case you don't watch the news every day, like probably 70% of people nowadays, um, there has been yet another measles outbreak. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Right here in my hometown of Austin, Texas. It's been great, y'all. Um, so, Morgan, being on this podcast. Us, 
What? Give us the... <laughs> I was trying to give my eulogy. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. No, it's fine. That was all there is. There's not a lot to my life. <laughs> um, also, you're eulogizing yourself? <laughs> well, yeah, I want to do it before anyone else. It's the Leo in me. I'm very spotlight. Yeah. Um, I need to make sure that I get my eulogy recorded with me doing it because no one else can do it as well as I can. So That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. <laughs> but I was just going to ask you to tell the people a little bit of the backstory on how the measles outbroke, broke out, outbreaked. How, how it got here. Well, yeah. um, you know, the storks, when they bring the babies, they come from <laughs> out, out of land. They come from measles land. <laughs> they come from measles land and they bring new diseases with them every time. Um, no, so apparently, um, there was a person who had traveled somewhere outside of the country and, um, I, there's no definitive answer that I found on whether or not they were vaccinated previously. Um, but they basically came back to the U S infected and they visited like three different airports. I know one for sure, obviously Austin. And then there was Virginia <laughs> and one other location. Um, but I guess they live here in Austin because they visited a lot of different places while they were here, you know, like restaurants and grocery yeah. stores. And yeah, yeah. So that's been fun. Uh, but basically that person just didn't realize that they were infected and went into public. And now here we are. They infected everyone. A measles outbreak, people. Um, do you know anything, uh, in case anybody wasn't aware, there was a measles outbreak at Butler University in Indianapolis. When was that? It's, it's 2019, so... That was, was either 2015 or 2016. Do you know anything about that? Because I really didn't do any... Well, because we knew one person in our theater department had not been vaccinated for, I believe it was religious reasons, and I obviously won't say their name. Um, I don't think they got measles, but it was the fact that they would have been a walking infection. Right. Um, so they weren't allowed to come back to campus. Was that our senior year, or was that our... That had to be our senior year. I want to say yes, senior year. That sounds right. I, I, think it was, I think it was 2015. I think it was fall of our senior year. Okay. It's just like, it's like scary to think about because I'm fairly certain that I had both like required vaccinations or whatever. Cause like, I feel like schools required it when we were yeah. first going, at least elementary schools. Um, and I mean, even now colleges are saying like, you need to have your vaccination Right. And I remember I did not have to get the vaccination at university um, when the whole outbreak, outbroke, oh my God, when the whole outbreak happened. <laughs> um, I promise I know English. Uh, Just barely. Right. <laughs> um, I did not have to get a vaccination or a booster when we were at school because... I had gotten the original vaccines necessary and I don't like getting shots. So oh. I, I did not get the booster, even though they were strongly recommending it and pharmacy majors were down everyone's throats. <laughs> oh, they have, they have measles like boosters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I definitely, that's did. what they were. That's what they were doing at Butler and Everybody was like, get your booster, get your booster, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I already got my vaccines. Nope. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is how important diseases are. It's like being in the Charlie Brown classroom. Already got it, peeves. I'm okay. <laughs> um, obviously, vaccinations, though, are a big, big topic because there are a lot of reasons why people don't get them. Um, religion being one of them, others being like uh, just people's general immune systems can't handle them. 
which is terrifying. I mean, there was also the big thing about the guy who said he was able to prove that vaccines caused autism and that was disproven. Um, But a lot of people ignored the fact that it was disproven so strongly and they continued to not get their children vaccinated for fear of autism. And then they were using things like, well, polio hasn't been around in 50 years. And it's like, well, Sharon, that's because (laughs) people were vaccinated against polio. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just like measles, um, it, it disappeared. It was eradicated. Um, and then it came back because polio came back. No, no, no. Measles. Measles. Oh, I thought you said just like measles. It came back. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I was, I was, yeah, I was probably, sorry. Sorry, people. No, polio is not back. Please don't go in a panic. <laughs> um, you should probably worry more about the zombie apocalypse than polo, polio, polo. <laughs> God. <laughs> we are boycotting Ralph Lauren. <laughs> oh, see, my first thought of polo was like the game. <laughs> I, first I thought of polo on the horses and then I thought of polo, like water polo and I was like, wow, okay. Marco Polo. Marco Polo, yes. He was a real person, right? I think so. Okay. Good to know he's been made fun of for the you know, majority <laughs> of his non-existent life. This yes. no longer alive his life. Legacy. There you go. See, together we create a dictionary of words. Yes. Or uh, a thesaurus. Oh, yes. See. See. And we're also translators. (laughs) Some of us. (laughs) Some of us took five years of Spanish and haven't had to speak a word in the past five years. (laughs) Some of us lived in South America for five months and haven't practiced much since. And we've lost (laughs) a lot of it. (laughs) I do apologize. Uh, I would like to get back to that. Um, So, yeah. Um. Germs. Uh, measles. Um, germs, yes. Um, so measles was officially eradicated, y'all, in 2000. That was almost two decades ago. Was that just in the United States? In the United States, yes. Okay. So after that, people started outside of the United States. It started to become a thing. It took another, like, eight years before it was another a thing again. But um, it didn't come back to the United States until pretty much now yeah Uh, which it's still scary though because they were like oh it's gone goodbye bye measles we won't have to worry about it ever again right and then it came back it's terrifying it's like the terminator yeah i mean it really is and when you think about it um it's i wouldn't say it's you know one of the scariest diseases but at the same time like you don't know you have it for I think it's like a four, roughly average four-day incubation period before you start showing symptoms. So you could, like this person, (laughs) visit different restaurants and shops, especially during the holiday times and airports, especially Mm -hmm. where there are children who um, haven't been vaccinated because it's no longer a requirement everywhere. Uh, Or people who are elderly or people who are immunocompromised. Like like if you're... Um, I think it's if you're going through chemo and radiation, you're immunocompromised. Pregnant people are immunocompromised. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's scary. It's a a real big thing. Yeah. And, I mean, it's hard because it's, like, it's not your fault on the one hand because you you don't know that you have it. But, I mean, on the other hand, once you spread it to people who are completely unable to protect themselves, it's it's scary. Because those people who are... um, a compromise in that sense, it can affect them a lot more heavily than, you know, just spots and coughing or whatever, whatnot. Right. Um, and the scarier thing is, I'm pretty sure that the incubation period of an illness is the time that it's most contagious. It's scary. I so believe. Um, I think one of the worst problems, though, is like, when you think on vaccinations, it, it, it it's a it's a double-edged sword because you can protect yourself from getting something or um, your immune system could possibly fail at fighting it and then you could get it. Uh, I know chickenpox is one of those big ones because... Well, 
when you say that your your immune system could fail, do you mean it could get it from the vaccine? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well not, I mean, not specifically from the vaccine, but it could, it, um, I don't want to like say. Like not do a good enough job doing, making antibodies? Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't fight it the way it should have. Or maybe you've gotten a different strain of it and it didn't have enough of a, God, I should probably read up on my biology. Um, <laughs> like that, that kind of thing that you're talking about with the different strain that happens with yeah. the flu a lot. It does. Yeah. And that's why they keep having to do flu shots every year um, mm-hmm. just because it, it does, it does turn and it gets worse. And with the vaccinations, it actually makes the strain worse. Cause I remember the flu, um, used to be something where it was just like, um, you know, you'd be in bed for like three to four days, just like vomiting your guts out. You know, you'd have a great time losing weight, um, <laughs> <laughs> not being able to eat that Christmas ham. Cause I definitely had the flu over Christmas one year. Which I had sucks. the flu over Easter one year. It's like one of two times that I ever had the flu. Always comes at the worst time. Yeah. I think I've only had it like three times. Um, or maybe one time was food poisoning. I don't know, <laughs> but Basically, it used to be something pretty, I don't want to say tame, because it, you know, it was painful and exhausting, but it was probably more along the lines of having a nasty cold than what it is now, which is like hospitalizing people and even people who aren't elderly and, you know, people who are like our age, not just children, are like dying from it because they can't stay hydrated enough. But this, like the strain has... Yeah. They evolve. Yes. The strain has evolved so much that we've had to start getting vaccinations for it. And they have to change it every year. And they're only able, they just do their best scientific guess. Right. um, Based on which strain is going to be the most prevalent in that area. Um, But fun fact, um, I touched on this, (laughs) right? (laughs) I touched on this before. And I think our first episode um, where we just talked about a bunch of random stuff. Um, where I listened to this podcast called This Podcast Will Kill You, and they did a, they did two episodes on vaccinations. And it was very, very interesting, and I learned a ton. Um, but there are very few vaccines that are live, which means that the germs inside are still living. Um, almost all vaccinations contain the dead germs so that your body, it's like T-ball, Basically, it's setting it up for your immune system to knock it down. <laughs> like, hey, now I hit my first home run in T-ball. Just saying. Zena's <laughs> <laughs> proud of you. She wasn't there. She doesn't know. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm like, <laughs> that's the whole science behind vaccines. It's like, make it easy for your body to build up a defense against it to where you won't get sick. And then... They said that, especially with the flu vaccines, the um, what side effects, that's the word, uh, <laughs> the yeah. side effects that you get are from your body actually just making antibodies for it and all that stuff um, and creating an immune response. It's not you actually getting sick, which I thought was very interesting. It's mm-hmm. like a test run for your body to fight this, but but it's not the real thing. Well, it is, but it's dead. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Okay. But not like zombie dead. It's like dead, dead. Like dead, dead. <laughs> so it's like, um, it's like when they put the vaccines in you, then it's kind of like they're giving your body a teacher and the teacher is teaching, but not actually affecting you in any way, shape or form. Kind of. <laughs> or like when you race a little kid and you let the little kid win and you pretend that you can't run very fast. Ah, Okay. And then you come back bigger, faster, stronger after you've dosed up on some steroids. And, yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, if you're interested in learning more about the history of vaccines and um, the controversy of vaccines, they go into it very in-depth in that podcast. Um, they talk all about the guy who I think actually is no longer allowed to practice medicine. Um, who created the study that like vaccines cause autism and also do you really want your child to get 
polio over autism, even if that was true? Yeah. Like, no. polio is where you have to sit in an iron lung. No, thanks. I, I really don't think autism is enough of an excuse, even if it was real. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, when we talk on, like, things that affect, like, autism is something that's in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a challenge, for sure, but it doesn't mean that it's hurting anyone in any way, shape, or form. Especially nowadays, I feel like there's a lot of different views on those who are affected with with autism I mean I don't even know if I can say affected with because it's it's definitely something that's hard to talk about Um, like living with autism yeah yeah because it it's not necessarily something that's going to keep somebody down um it's just not anymore I mean it used to be and yes it still is a lot of work and people have to work a lot harder to maybe learn and communicate with people um and on the same level but at the same time it's it's I don't know. Words are so hard today. <laughs> Words are so hard. I think another good thing to remember is the uh, like the autistic spectrum is so vast. Yeah. That I mean, yeah, even I, if vaccines were proven to have possibly had some sort of something to do with autism, th- there's no telling how it would affect it, a child. I mean, it just it's, yeah. It's just not a thing we should be discussing because it's not true. So right. I wouldn't worry about it. And vaccinations have so many more pros than they do cons. Um, and I mean, it's not the only thing that, you know, people should worry about. I mean, if you're really worried about vaccinations and you didn't want to vaccinate your kids, not because of religious reasons, because there are religions out there that you're totally welcome to respect. Um, but you risk yourself getting sick every day when you go outside, you know, like it's just, yeah. And like as infants, their immune system is working so insanely hard yeah. and doing a very good job every day. I mean, okay. that's another argument people have. It's like, you can't throw all this at their immune system. It's like them going outside is throwing this all at their immune system. If you have a dog that's throwing this all at their immune system, like mm-hmm. it, it's tough. Um, Like I read that, I mean, it depends for every, every disease is different. Like the flu shot, you can get the flu shot and then you could possibly get the flu. Um, it's just supposed to help decrease your chances really. Um, especially since it's more of a virus than a disease. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about like measles vaccination, it's supposed to be like 97% effective if you've gotten both shots when you were a kid. So, right. um, so they're really not worried about people who are vaccinated. But the unvaccinated, I mean, that stuff sits in the air for two hours. If somebody two sneezes. hours, people. Sneezes in the grocery store and you walk into a cloud of disease completely unaware, you're going to get sick. Just yeah. Um, but then you also have, like, the chickenpox vaccination, which I know I got, my sister got, and my brother got. Um and my sister ended up getting the chicken pox, I think, not long after she got vaccinated. Really? Um, yeah. And my mom tried to give me the chicken pox, too, but it didn't happen. So the vaccine worked <laughs> for me, but it didn't work for her. Um, but I think, that, I think that the vaccination actually helped kind of ease the symptoms of it, at least, because her body had some sort of knowledge of what it was. Um, and defense already built. Right. Right. So it wasn't necessarily as bad as it could have been, but she still got it. Um, so, you know, she doesn't run the risk for shingles, no, but I do. Um. <laughs> well, something else I learned from this podcast will kill you. Um, they, they said that when your body creates antibodies for against like a virus or a bacteria or as long as the virus doesn't mutate, obviously, or any kind of disease you don't lose those. They just kind of like hang out in the dugout of your immune system <laughs> until, the, until the coach puts them in. There are so many baseball references today and I'm Love loving it. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> just so everyone knows, I quit baseball because they wouldn't let me play. So I quit. Um, they told me I had to play softball because I was a woman. But 
a different story. Just, just so everyone knows, about 30% of the reason why I like baseball is baseball pants. <laughs> oh, true. Very true. <laughs> but we're getting off topic. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's uh, fine. Baseball is interesting. Yeah. To all of you baseball fans out there, welcome to our sports podcast. Um, American pastime. <laughs> I think well, I like baseball so much because they chew a lot of gum, and that's my favorite thing to do. And there's no crying in baseball. No. Not even if they didn't bring you the healthy snacks and they only brought you Twinkies. What kind of crap is that? <laughs> Actually, bring me those zingers. Does anyone remember zingers? I remember zingers. Still a thing. Aren't those like off-brand not... Twinkies? No, no, they were like they were Twinkies, but then they had like the icing on top, so they were a little That's extra right. sugar. Yeah. And they had um, they had chocolate ones too. Yes. Oh, they were so good. Not <laughs> the chocolate ones. I like the vanilla ones. I'm a vanilla person, but um, yeah. Zingers were my jam, and I was really upset if they would bring, like, Twinkies or something. I was like, I need that coating of icing. I am a child who needs sugar to survive. I used to love those Hostess cupcakes with the ice, that same kind of icing on top. Oh, really? The the Ho-Hos? No, the, like, the Hostess cupcakes. Huh. They come in, like, the two-pack. Oh, I thought those were Ho-Hos. They're the chocolate cake, and then... No, they're, they look like an actual cupcake, not like a... I think Ho-Hos is a different brand i think that's the little debbie's one. Oh. and they have like the the chocolate hard icing and then they have the white swirl no those are hostess are they called ho-hos no those are the rolls they're the logs the ho-hos are the logs ding-dongs that's what they're called ding-dongs really yeah hold on let me double check that i it came up as like one of those sponsored ads in google thank you for that google <laughs> let me see. um also oh, this no, is Totally off topic. <laughs> Look, if anyone has any little Debbie memories um, or hostess, oh, maybe they are. They're just called chocolate cupcakes. And they are little Debbie. Yeah. Well, that's so weird. Google, you let me off track. <laughs> like, way off track. Look, I... it had a picture of the cupcake and then it said ding dongs. Oh, so That's misleading. Somebody out there is wrong. Or it's a case of the Berenstein Bears versus the Berenstain Bears. That is a whole nother (laughs) podcast that we will have to get into because the Mandela effect, everyone will blow your mind. And yeah. Yeah. This is just, we just got real deep, real deep. Yes. Um, Anyways, (laughs) putting the train back on the tracks. (laughs) Um, It's one of those monorail trains. So we just have the one track. Um, It'll be great. Yep. Um, like when a kid just totally knocks over your lego stadium that you know you just build it right back up try not to step on anything Uh uh-huh yep especially a cupcake um anyway (laughs) (laughs) i just i don't know about you but sometimes when i talk about like stepping on things i immediately think of what it feels like to step on it like you talked about stepping on a lego and there was like a, a little hinge of pain. Yeah. And then yeah. we talked about stepping on a cupcake, and then I think about all oh, like cake wish going through my toes. Like, <laughs> ugh. ugh. So we pain. have some. If we have any foot fetishists listening to the podcast, listen to me talk about my feet. Um, <laughs> no, feet are gross. Gross. <laughs> um. Socks are where it's at. Anyways, vaccinations. <laughs> yes, vaccinations. <laughs> ah! um, yeah, this is a good time. This is a good time. Actually, I think we've discussed a lot on vaccinations. We have um, discussed a lot. I'm still planning on getting the flu vaccination. Um, I'm doing that tomorrow. I can. I will update you all. Well, I guess I can share my my vaccination experience. Yeah. And we also want to hear about your guys' vaccination experiences too. Um yeah. especially if if you if your religious beliefs don't allow you to do that, I really want to hear more about that cuz it's I mean, you can find anything and everything on the internet about all sorts of um research that's been done whether you should get them or not get them. But I don't really find a lot on like beliefs preventing certain ones. So I'm curious to know if there are like specific diseases that you're not allowed to get vaccinated or maybe it's just in general you're not allowed um what you call it not corporation medicine but you know like hospital um help 
or science. Yeah. You can't inject science into your body, um, which is understandable because people lived before we had hospitals. They didn't live as long, but, you know, <laughs> they lived. Um, That's true. So. Because somehow it, we all got here. Somehow. But they were also, like, more physically um, fit than we are. They weren't uh, eating refined sugar and fat yeah. and... Yeah. No, one of the reasons why I really want to, like, travel out of country is because I've heard that food outside of America is so much tastier. Because um, it's not processed like all of our stuff is. Well, you have to be careful because there's a lot of places where they're getting... They call it globalized, but really it's, like, Americanized. McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, processing stuff because it's... yeah. I mean, it makes it a lot easier to make the food. Uh, and I think, in a sense, it makes it cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Just not... It's 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 like reading an Amazon review and people are like, you pay for what you get. Well, yeah. You, yeah. you pay for crap. You're going to put crap in your body and you're going to feel like crap. That's the way it yeah, goes. You are what you eat. Pretty much. So, no I am Chipotle. <laughs> and I am Muddy Buddies. I mean... Uh, <laughs> so, there's... There's a lot on vaccines. There's a lot of science that we're not going to get into because um, I didn't go to school for medicine. Nope. So neither did I. <laughs> WebMD is pretty much my source of info. No, not really. Actually, I look at pretty much every website except WebMD. Um, yeah, I try not to Google my symptoms because knowing myself, I'll be like, oh my God, I think it'll be like, do you have blue toes? And I'll be like, oh my God, maybe my toes are blue. Maybe I do have that. <laughs> oh, wait. That's from the pedicure I got just yesterday. No. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it comes off with acetone. We're good. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Let me just use a chemical to clean off my dead skin cells. Anyways. <laughs> um, that's why toes are gross, people. That's why toes are gross. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not meaning to offend anyone. If you like feet, that's fine. I just like to cover mine. Um, yeah, <laughs> there is definitely a lot to learn about vaccines, but just kind of in general, to me, it seems like vaccinating has a lot more pros than cons, especially like when looking at the science and the research that's been done. Anyone can say anything online, but, um, yeah, you should, you should definitely do research, real definitely. research. Yeah. And find things that have opposing views, read both of them, mm -hmm. practice the scientific method. Yeah, because, I mean, there definitely are some vaccines that you probably don't necessarily mean or need. Um, I'm just going to go back to the flu shot because we've been discussing it. Uh, like, Casey made a good point of in our previous episode. She said she was going to get it because of like other people who possibly can't defend themselves against it and if you happen to carry it then you've probably screwed somebody else yes just because you're probably like me and you're like well i don't care if i get sick um i want to lose 10 pounds but <laughs> it's not always the case especially with the flu strain getting worse and worse um it's definitely something that you should look into yeah and then there's vaccines like the measles which are pretty oh, much effective and uh you know. Yes. It was eradicated, guys. Necessary. Now it's back. Yeah. So, just and saying. If you have children and you're thinking about vaccinating them, just remember, children can be really filthy and <laughs> true. can get into a lot of stuff and they don't have the sense not to and so they're at a much higher risk of getting sick. Yeah. And they put their hands in their mouth all the time. Right. Don't our mouths have, like, more bacteria than a toilet or something i feel like i read that somewhere or oh, it's i don't know dirtier than a dog's mouth or something i don't know i've heard that a dog's mouth technically has less bacteria but i don't know something i've always thought of is like well we're not saying what kind of bacteria <laughs> <laughs> we may have more but it may be better this is this is true yeah there is good bacteria too um I don't know. I think what you should do is you should do like some online research if you're on the fence about getting a certain vaccination. 
um, do some online research and talk to a couple of different doctors. Like you might have your family doctor that you can go and talk to that will make some recommendations. But there's like a whole system of doctors where they study different types of medicine. Um, like some are more focused on, you know, not prescribing medications per se. And others are more, I don't want to say they're more focused on prescribing medications, but they're probably more likely to prescribe you something to help. So it's always good to get differing opinions. Just, I mean, most of them will probably agree because they all went to med school, but. <laughs> well, and like so. another thing that we haven't even touched on is being able to have access to vaccinations. I mean, you think a lot about like in third world countries, how people will go over there and they'll set up clinics and the lines for people to get vaccinated or to get their children's vaccinated are so long because they don't have regular access to it. And you also have people in the United States with the healthcare crisis. I'm going to flat out call it a crisis. Yeah. Um, who can't afford to get vaccinated or can't afford their children to get vaccinated. So that's even a better reason if, you can afford it and you're in the position like most people who have insurance the flu shot's free oh so i did not know that yeah um casey you're just like really packing on the guilt on me today (laughs) i'm gonna fly to texas make sure i don't go in the austin airport (laughs) Yeah. Look, you bitch! You're insured. You can get it. You might as well freaking get it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show up with a little, one of those little coolers, and it'll just have one vaccine in it, and I'll just walk up to you, and I'll just jam it into your arm, no. and say you're vaccinated. No, take me to CVS, Casey. <laughs> I need a flu shot to calm my nerves. <laughs> um, that's an SNL reference for anyone who has not seen it. You should totally look it up. Um, <laughs> Rick, 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 Rick. Anyways, Casey does make a really good point. Um, I mean, America does offer a lot more medical-wise for people, but it is still expensive. So, um, damn, that's that's unfortunate. I never thought about that. Oh my god, I'm such a shallow person. No, you're fine. I mean, it's like anything else. If you don't. Ha- if you haven't been told about it or you don't experience it, how are you going to know? I mean, thankfully I'm privileged enough to have healthcare through my job and I had healthcare through both my parents and not everybody has that. And also the people who can't afford the privilege of getting vaccinated, they're also probably living in food deserts where they can't eat healthy and also keep their immune system up. Like it's, you can't, you can't talk about healthcare and not talk about politics, if I can say that word. No, we are not politics. We are not a politics-focused podcast at all. We don't discuss that ever. I mean, we're not focused, but like there are some times where I know you don't like <laughs> politics at all. Um, there's just something, I don't. It's all intertwined. It is, and I mean that's the way America's really based. Really, it's all of our decisions lead back to politics in some way, shape, or form. Because I mean, it goes back to like things being required to go to school or to um i'm sure eventually it'll get into the workforce where they're like well, have you had your measles vaccine sorry we can't hire you right um, i wonder I'm if sure. that's how it works in hospitals oh maybe like if you have to produce vaccination records to work in a hospital do you think they have to get like certain vaccinations that you wouldn't have to get unless you were leaving the country if there are any people who work in the medical field let us know yeah now i'm curious i didn't yeah. think about that when I, I wonder if they're all America. required to get the flu shot. Let us know. Yeah. I know they all really push it. Right. But but like you were talking about vaccines to go out of the country. When I went to South America, so many of the vaccines were just like strongly recommended. Nothing was encouraged oh. or nothing was required. <laughs> Everything was encouraged. Nothing was required. But I was like, nope, not getting any vaccines. I hate shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's how the measles got here, Casey. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you fucking no. sneezed on somebody, didn't you? Somebody sneezed on me and then I sneezed on oh, somebody okay. back in America. Just blame it on somebody else. You I know, I also, I also, <laughs> my layover was also in Texas. So maybe it's just Texas's fault. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, I have not ever <laughs> had measles. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but I'm going to blame it on you. I'm just going to blame okay. it. If I get, like, on the news 
for this recent measles outbreak. I'm like, you know who you need to look at? Casey. <laughs> look at fucking Casey. <laughs> she brought the measles here. Bitches in your Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get any vaccines. I also didn't get sick. But for the most part, I was in urban areas. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Possibly. Um. Also, totally random side note, I was strongly encouraged to get the rabies vaccine because um, stray dogs are so prevalent there, and I did not, and I pet almost every stray dog I saw, god damn it. <laughs> Casey brought fucking rabies to the United States. Oh, just kidding, it was already here. Was I mean, I was fine, here. I didn't get bit. Yeah. As far as you know, oh my I... god. I did end up in the middle of a dog fight. That's a different story for a different time. I heard the rabies vaccine is like a giant shot. That's what I heard. Oh, that's scary. I, I heard it's like one of the most painful things that you can get. I know that like the shots for bone marrow transplants okay. and stuff, that's really painful. I mean, yeah, that's it's got to go into your bone. So, <laughs> but, but I like, think like shots. I think, like, the rabies one has to go into your stomach or something like that. Just, like, somewhere really odd. That's probably false. I know know it's somewhere random. Um, But I just, I don't know. I've heard that it's painful. I know the tetanus shot was painful. Oh, yeah. It leaves a bruise. And it was, like, my arm swelled up and it was burning and... Yeah. But I've learned now that's just my body producing an immune response. (laughs) Dun, dun. your body is working yay it looks like i lied it looks like the rabies vaccine is going it goes in your arm maybe it's like the, the shot they give you after you get rabies then that goes in a really weird thing maybe i learned from the office that you can't you can only effectively treat rabies before the symptoms set in all right guys i lied to you all it says that the rabies vaccine has not been given in the stomach since the 1980s so it looks like i'm outdated I mean, you were kind of right I mean, yeah, it's probably from all the TV shows and stuff. Well, um, it's from back when you lived in the 80s. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was a good time. Party Before all night. you were born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love the 80s. I'm sure my mom did too, because it's when she grew up. Um, Ladies of the 80s. Whoop, whoop. Good music, good times. Yes. Everyone did drugs and nobody cared. No. Um, <laughs> Coke was rampant. Uh, was the 80s when Coke was made with Coke? Was that the 90s? I think it was the 80s. Was there also, because there was also the crack cocaine thing, but there are conspiracy theories that <laughs> I don't think are too far off that the government put crack cocaine into poor neighborhoods. I believe it. Crack cocaine. Stay away from that shit. Yep. It's as bad for you as e-cigarettes. Oh, God. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing you can't get vaccinated for that <laughs> well I think that's I, I think we got we, we talked about a lot we got our point across um, you know vaccines are important yeah. for the most part um, and there's I more th- to think about than just your personal gain there are like other people that you should think about when you yeah when you think about vaccinations I wonder if they give away stickers like they do when you go voting. For vaccinations? Yeah. I don't know, but I'm sure they give you like a sucker or mint or if you asked. If you like cried when they gave it to you, <laughs> they give you a sucker, I think. Oh. Be like 30 years old getting some sort of shot. <laughs> Can I just have some sugar? Please. Except that's actually me. <laughs> I mean... I have I have tattoos and I have piercings, but I just I hate needles. I uh I don't think I've ever really had a problem with needles. The one thing that scared me was when I got my wisdom teeth taken out and they had to like put in the um anesthetic. Mm-hmm. But basically they stuck a needle in my arm and I didn't look because it looked ginormous and it was Ugh. terrifying, right? And they stuck it in there and it was like ice. It was like ice in my veins and I was just like <gasps> I'm so glad I don't know what... And then I passed out because I didn't finish that thought. Um, but... <laughs> Can I tell my wisdom teeth story really fast? Yes. <laughs> okay. So for some backstory for people who didn't go to our university, there was a bus that would take people into like the bar areas of town 
like every weekend or whatever. And so it got the nickname the drunk bus. Um, and when I went and got my wisdom teeth taken out, I was also super, super nervous about the, I think they gave me an IV for anesthetic. Okay. And again, I hate needles. I was very, very freaked out. They gave me numbing cream, which I'm sure was just a placebo. Yeah. Um, but so I was wearing a Butler shirt and the oral surgeon was like, oh, did you go to Butler? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and he was like, my daughter went to Butler. He was like, uh, he was distracting me while they were getting the needle ready. And like, cause he had asked like, are you nervous? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he was distracting me while they were doing all that. And then I remember they gave me the shot and he was like, my daughter went to Butler. What did they call, um, what did they call that bus? And the last thing I remember before I got knocked out was the drunk bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I woke up and I just said for like an hour straight, I'm so tired. <laughs> and I didn't have any real complications or anything, so... Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't either. Luckily. Um, I remember though, when I went in, did they give you any sort of like, um, I'll just call it calming gas, but it wasn't laughing gas, but it, you know, it <laughs> I was did like, not. Okay. <laughs> they gave me like two doses of that because like, I wasn't, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> I was like, I was, I felt like a sober person, you know, that went out drinking and I had like 10 beers and I was like, I'm fine guys. <laughs> and then they stuck that needle in my arm and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> out like a light don't remember anything yeah it's a good I time remember, um i heard a story of somebody who i think she called it an infiltrated iv for some reason it like it didn't work the way it was supposed to mm. and she couldn't like open her eyes or anything but she could hear everything that was going on around her no yeah it sounded that's terrifying i think that's what scared me though is because i I do have a pretty high tolerance for things. And like when they started administering that gas, cause I told them how anxious I was and they were like, well, this will help. And I was like, this is not helping. I feel the same as I did 20 <laughs> minutes ago when I sat down. <laughs> my stress level is so high. <laughs> oh my God. Nobody checked my blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that's one of my biggest fears is like them administering some sort of anesthetic and like not being awake, but, but being also in being awake. But yeah. Yeah. Good times. So, people, vaccinate your children. <laughs> and I I don't know what the message is about wisdom teeth, but no. there's one in there. Yeah. Yeah. You should get them taken out. I mean, it's possible you can live without taking them out. but um, It's also possible you might not have been born with them, you lucky dog. This is true. My recommendation is that you get them taken out before you get braces, because apparently <laughs> if you get braces and you fix your teeth and then you let your wisdom teeth come in. Your teeth squished together. It's a good time, everyone. So, Yeah, that's uh, what happened with me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's my recommendation for the day, everyone. I also got braces when I was in third grade. Oh, damn. Yeah. I didn't get mine till like junior high. Nope, third grade. Eee. It's yeah. fine. You don't have the permanent retainer, do you? I do. Um, I have it on the bottom. My top one broke off, so my top teeth are crowding all together. Oh, so... you had a top one too? Yeah, I had both. Um, so now my overbite is coming back and my teeth are, my top teeth are getting crowded. Um, my sister actually, we'll probably end up editing this out. <laughs> yeah, probably. My sister actually over Christmas, when I was little, I used to have a big ass gap in my teeth. Oh. And um, my sister was saying, she was like, you should have kept that. She's like, I was thinking about this the other day. You should have kept that because there are models where that's their signature thing. And I was like, yeah, but I hated it. And she's like, but there are models where that's their signature <laughs> thing. And then she was like, she looked at my mom and my dad and she was like, you should have let Casey keep her gap. <laughs> I mean, my mom has a, has a gap in between her front teeth. And that's what she says all the time. Cause I think it was a uh, Rimmel London had that makeup commercial with the model with the gap. And my mom was like, I could have been a model. <laughs> I was like, yes. Except mine yeah. was jai fucking normous. I feel <laughs> like I could, I could fit a popsicle stick between my teeth and move it. Like, uh, not, yeah, not like, not like horizontal, like vertical. Right, 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 right. But it was, that's, yeah, yeah. That's that's a pretty big gap. I mean, you know, to each their own. Um, I'm glad I don't have it. 
But yeah, I priced out Invisalign is basically where I was going with that because I'm self-conscious about my teeth crowding. I was going to say to, I was going to say to all our listeners out there, um, if you have a recommendation on like the clear, um, the, and, uh, liners. liners. Yeah. Cause I know there's a Invisalign. I know there's a couple other products out there that people use. Um, if anyone's had any like super great success, let me know. Cause I'm actually looking to get an Invisalign as well. Um, but I have to get that bottom bar removed. So (laughs) next week we talk about orthodontics. Um, And how traumatizing it was. I know even less about. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So to everyone who made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations to you because it's episode four. And I know that you've listened to the first three. So Um, if you haven't, you should. Yes, you really should. Um, Sometimes we do have some really great conversations. And if you don't think they're great. Bye. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) You can just go listen somewhere else. It's fine. Whatever. Just come back in a couple episodes. Promise me. (laughs) Um, Give us another chance. Yes. Um, Because we're we're getting a hang of this. Yeah, we we are. We are. We have a direction. Yeah. Somewhat. Um, I don't know what direction it is, but it's going somewhere. Yeah. It's going weast. Weast. (laughs) I I almost, in my brain, I almost did that with north and south, and I was like, north. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else is as much of a SpongeBob uh, lover as I am, but if you ever seen the episode where Patrick refers to West as Weast, <laughs> you will never say West the same again. I literally look at compasses now and I'm like, North, East, South, Weast. Well, that's wrong, Morgan. <laughs> fucking wrong. Good job. Remember, speaking of SpongeBob, I remember um, in my middle school language arts class. Um, we were learning like I am, you are, blah, blah, blah. Like the verb conjugations, that's what it's called. Mm. And one of the girls in my class um, tied it back to the one where Patrick talks about wumbo. <laughs> it's like I wumbo, you wumbo, he, she, it, they, wumbo. Or it might be we, you would know better than me. But wumbo. we, wumbo. It's great. It's a good time. SpongeBob will teach you so many things about life. So um, in the office, there were people who learned CPR from watching The Office. Um, yes. I would prefer, though, if you got real certification. But you can definitely learn the basics from The Office. I, I, watched, the op- I watched the episode of The Office where they do that. And recently, I finally got CPR certified. And oh. it's pretty legit. It is. It is. I think they have the little like tips and tricks in there. Like it's the, They reference the songs that you should sing. Yeah, when you've given it and everything, so Mike it's didn't good. reference any songs, but they used a metronome to help us learn. Oh. Like the the machine has a metronome in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Ours has. Uh, we used "Staying Alive." They were like, "This is so funny," and then you're like, "No, it's not funny because you're trying to bring a person back to life." But yeah, okay, it's actually, a pretty big deal. We can we can <laughs> rely on the PGs. Continue to do it until the paramedics get there. I mean, I could dance to the BGs every day, all day. Yeah. It's- they're great. Um, I was meant to live in the 60s and 70s. Actually, they're 80s. 70s, 80s. No. Yes. No. I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> and tell us later. Yeah. Tell me because I'm too uh, lazy to look it up for myself. Um, I think the sad thing is I listen to the Bee Gees a lot. I feel like I should know. Oh, well. Eh, well. Anyway, <laughs> it's a good time. Everyone's going to insult me for not knowing this. Specifically, Jared. Oh, I forgot to mention that our theme song is uh from jared french yes yeah. credit to jared french um there's currently no one else on our crew so also credit to casey lowenthal and credit to morgan humberg yes thank you we work very hard to make this podcast work <laughs> jared didn't but we did it's fine <laughs> we're self-produced <laughs> but actually like that's we're self-produced we are and we're good at it yeah and then whenever a podcast network wants to pick us up, that would be really great. It would. Especially just the so, Exactly Right Network. And just so everyone knows, the Bee Gees began in the late 50s and then went through the 60s, 70s, and they came back in the 90s. So technically, it's all good. I was right. It's fine. Yeah. So they were not around in the 80s? I mean, I'm sure they were around, but I don't think they had any of their hits in the 80s. Oh, which is weird, because they're really a disco feel, and that was early 80s. Um. Anyways. Anyway. Now that we've gone right so far. Music History track. Podcast. <laughs> no i'd be really bad at that i can't even guest artists um 
same, same, same. <laughs> I can guess music artists as well as I can guess actors, which is basically just, hey, that's that one guy from that one film that did that one thing that was in that one comedy show. Yeah, and then posted you SNL. talk to anyone else in theater or film, and they're like, Morgan, that's Meryl Streep. She's won 87 Oscars. Oh, yeah, I think I remember her. No, that was that's the wrong That's why she Sorry. looked familiar. <laughs> it's true. I'm like one of the worst theater people I can think of, but it's fine. Same. Terrible with names. All right. Anyways. Anyway. Everyone. Thank you so much for all of your patronage and listening. Actually, we haven't had any patronage yet. So, you know, everyone needs to pick it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, my mom paid for my college. So, you know, I can't ask any more money for her. <laughs> Kidding. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, we appreciate you. We want to hear from you. Comment on our Insta. Um, look out for future stuff. You can listen to us on Spotify and Anchor.fm and YouTube. Yeah, I mean, and you can watch share, us on YouTube. Share our episodes so that other people can enjoy them. Yeah. If you like it, share it. Sharing if you didn't like it, share it. <laughs> because somebody else will, okay? Yeah, you can share it and talk about how much you don't like it, and then other people will listen to it to see if you're right. Yes, and we could go on as a viral controversy. <gasps> yes. So if you really hated it, share it. Please, share it. Yeah. And then complain about it. Yeah. And then tell other people to listen to it. Yes. Because they need to hear how terrible it is. (laughs) Um, Anyways. I think that's going to do us for episode four. Um, Happy New Year, everyone. Let's do 2020 right. Sounds good. Let's do it. Bye. Bye.